Welcome to She Bought That DVD, the podcast where every week we are watching one movie from our mom's giant collection and we discuss our thoughts on the film, we rate it, and we decide if it should belong in the collection. I am Jaylene. I'm Violet. And Violet, what did we watch this week? We watched Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah. And I said last week that I had never seen this film. Is that true? It's not true. Oh, you had seen it before. I had seen it before. I thought I had seen bits and pieces of it, but it turns out while I was watching it, I was like, I remember that. I remember remember all of this. I remember that. Okay. Yeah. And I do actually, I don't think it was on the DVD. You know what? It could have been on the DVD, actually. Yeah. You think you watched? I think I might have. It was something that used to play on the TV, though. That's see, that's channel. what I'm kind of like. I'm confused about because like it's it came out in 2005, so it's been around for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Was still watching TV at that time, so it could have. I definitely do remember seeing the ending on the movie channel. Okay, and just being like, "Oh, I've always wanted to see this film," and like checking the PVR to see if it's coming up and. It's not coming up because like sometimes like the movie I forgot about the movie channel actually now that like you brought that up but sometimes the movie channel would just show it once and they wouldn't repeat it for a while I see yeah okay unless it was a new release and then they were always just playing the same one over and over again and you'd be like I've seen this already please something new but I have legitimately forgotten about the movie channel until you've just like brought it up there was like four different movie channels yeah there's four yeah yeah like and that was like a good time to see any movie yes man okay and do you remember were there there weren't ads were there no there was in between, in between the, films, the films yes but, but not while yeah. the movie was playing no and i think it's funny like now that i'm thinking about it is like being 13 14 years old and having like 10 different channels to pick from in your mind, not saying that we had 10 channels, but just being like, if this isn't playing what it is interesting me, I'm going to flip to this channel. If this, like you have a hierarchy of um, channels that you go through. Yeah. yeah. Family channel was number, number one. one. Teletoon was next. Teletoon was not next for me. Then I'd go to YTV. YTV was bottom of the barrel. I'm really sorry. Oh, YTV was like 10th. I would pick a movie channel over YTV. Mm, I don't know. See TLC because trading spaces was a big thing. Oh, okay. 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 I guess I'm trying to think of how old I was when I'm doing this, but yeah. Well, I guess I'm like trying to compare it to being 12, 13. Okay. What not to wear. Yeah. TLC. What else? Oh. UPN was also a big one because. I love Discovery Channel. Uh, Mythbusters, Dirty Jobs. Yeah. Discovery. And then. The CW, early teens, mid-teenagers was one that came out. Yeah, the W and then when it switched over to CW. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I feel like, honestly, the last picks were movies. That was like, I'm desperate or I just want something in the background that I'm not really going to watch. I think like there was a time that I would pick the movie channel because there was actually really good movies coming out. But then for a long time, I was like, there's nothing that interests me, so I'm not going to watch this. Mm. And then, like, I would always be curious about the History Channel, but you couldn't, like, the History Channel is not, I think that's not a channel that we bought into because I believe it's owned by the Discovery Channel, and then, like... We did have a History Channel, um, because there was, 
I've spoke about this to like friends um, and I can't remember the name of the series, but it's 30 minutes and it's like really fast paced, interesting facts about like famous or like kings, queens, like going way back. And it was wonderful, lovely. And I wish I could have that on Netflix or DVDs to it, but it came out in like 2004, 2005, 2006. Maybe. No, actually, maybe more in 2007. Anyways, it was lovely. I made mom watch it. I didn't make her watch it, but she was like, what are you watching? And she would tape it to watch it. Yeah. I, and like, that's the other thing that I was thinking of is like, even though being like 18, 19, my still go-to was family. What was, um, Departures on? What channel was that? 49. I know. But what was that <laughs> called? Because didn't that have Man Tracker or Manhunter or whatever it was? Oh, well, and then, then it had, and it had uh, the Outdoor Network. Yeah. Outdoor Network. Because then it had, um, Destination Truth. Yeah. And, um, Ghost Hunters, Taps Ghost Hunters. I watched that a lot in high school though. Yeah. That was probably one of my favorite channels. Yeah. And that's where like the departure yeah. of the movie channel for me happened. I was no longer interested in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I was kind of like, oh, and then like Treehouse. That was also one that was like bottom of the barrel. I forgot that existed. Yeah. There was four. Yeah. There was four kids channels. And then occasionally. 57. Oh, no, wait a minute. We had more than that because we had six because we had three hours ahead teletune and we had three hours ahead family so sometimes we could watch the three hours ahead yeah, yeah. of the eastern channels yeah. for a family channel and if nothing else was going to be on three hours later we would watch a pacific time yes you know that's true um i'm thinking like i'm thinking channel three in the mornings on like saturdays and sundays had cartoons well, Channel 3 was typically CBC, yes. but I think... No, it is. It is. But they would put... I swear they put cartoons on. Well, I think Channel... Okay, Channel 5 was Omni. But it was PBS. That's mm -hmm. who you're thinking yes, of. But I'm trying to think if they were Channel 4. I also do remember there was a French channel that did French cartoons. Channel 7. And when I was desperate, I'd watch Caillou in French. Oh my God. And also there's that... Cartoon Cats one. I don't know what it's called. And I watched that one in French too, just to watch cartoons. No, oh, Channel 11 was global. Mm -hmm. The TV Guide one was Channel 2. Weather Network was Channel 7. No, I said French Channel. It was one of those like lower uh, channels. Yeah. yeah, under 10. Yeah. And it's funny because it's like, oh, CMT. Channel 24. Because Channel 25 was YTV. I, I didn't watch CMT. 25 is YTV, right? Was 25. Yes. 51 was... 51 was family. 50 is It was Teletoon. 25 was, yeah. Yeah. But what I was going to say about CMT is the reason why I really got into watching CMT was Reba. Oh. But then Reba was also on the W. No, sorry. Wow, not the W. The CW. Was it? WB. Oh, yeah, it was Warner Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. correct. And, okay, we also, as Canadians, didn't have MTV. We had much music. Correct. And that was Channel 26? I was going to say 24. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of getting. I think CMT, like, bumped around, actually, is what it is. Because the Women's Network, it was Channel 19. What was TLC? 30. 
four. 36 was CMT. Yeah, that sounds right. I have not thought about TV channels in so long that I'm now like bringing them up somewhere from my brain. No, I know. And when we moved, the channels all changed. And now I, you couldn't. uh, 111 was global. (laughs) That was like the guiding North star. And I was like, I either go up or I go down. But then I found I was like, just like flicking through the TV guy trying to like find it. But do you remember the times when you didn't have the, like the remote TV guide and you'd have to go to channel, was it one or two? Ch- two. Two. And you would have to watch it scroll through and try and figure out, okay, what channel am I looking for? And then what's coming up? And it would only give you the next like two hours of shows so that you didn't even know what was happening past that. Yeah. But also the fact that like even going prior to that, having the TV guide being a publicated thing that comes out. That every just every Friday. No, no. Every Friday, mom would go and get the, the newspaper, newspaper so that she could get the TV, TV guide, guide from the newspaper. Yes. Yeah. And when she was away or something, she would make sure that we went out and got it. So she would have it for that week or whatever and yeah. she would like highlight no it's a circle so it was a circle system and then she would pull the circle with a line up at the, the top, top and to, yeah. to know that there's something on this page i yes. want to watch yeah wow <laughs> it's it's been so long because i also remember like she would be all upset because like they're they're slowly like removing that and then they were only publishing the what was coming on the weekend and i'm just like why don't you like look it up? She's like, but it's so much easier. It's right in front of me. I understand that too, because like you get used to a system. Yes. So I found, I found this recently for work. I'm like, I need a notebook. I need, I need pages that I can quickly flip to and I can write notes and then it's always there and I can pull from that. I got myself a notebook and now I have a cross between using my laptop to take notes and a notebook to take notes. And there are two, like they don't meld together very well is what I've noticed. It's hard to to give it up, hard to transition 100% to the computer because I went to a meeting today and I felt really rude to open up my computer to refer to my notes. But if I just had my notebook, I would have just opened up my notebook and been like quoted from right there. Yeah. No, I feel you on that because I also felt that too, like transitioning to my job. It was like how I'm in a digital like office space. Yeah. Yeah. How do I keep track of all my stuff. I can't like, I'm a tactile person. So being able to write something into a journal of some sort or notebook of things is great, but I've also slowly like transitioned into, okay, I just need my task list to be a physical thing. I'm the opposite. I want my task list to be an electronic thing because it's so satisfying to delete when it is done. Oh, I like, I highlight when it's done. Mm, Okay. That's fair. <laughs> like, to me, that's the exciting thing. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. You had seen this film before. I had, and I think I'd seen it once all the way through. And then I swear it was on TV and I'd seen like bits and pieces of it. Yeah. Your preconceptions of the film. I knew that this film was big and they pushed a lot of advertising for it. I remember seeing this like trailers for the theater. Oh, speaking of trailers, I forgot to look at trailers. I did other things, but I forgot to watch the trailer. Um, 
And I remember being at summer camp and all the kids talking about and like all the um, leaders talking about going to see this on their Friday nights. I remember this film. All I remember. Please cut this out if I'm wrong. This is the film that broke up Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston. You are correct. That is, that's literally, when I think this film, that is what I think. I wrote down a timeline if you want me to go through the timeline as to what that refers to. Sure. Okay. So in the summer of 2004, Brad and Angelina started filming the Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah. By January 2005, Brad Pitt and... Jennifer Aniston announced their separation after five years together. Yep. And then uh, Angelina and Brad are seen together in Kenya, I believe, March, April, May, one of those three months. And then by August, it's announced that she's pregnant. And the divorce papers also hadn't been finalized. I like haven't really like delved in like... That's just like a rough draft of. Yeah. And then they have lots of babies. They adopt a lot of children by August of 2014. So they've been together for about 10 years now. They finally get married. But then two years later, they file for divorce. It seemed as though tabloid wise, it's very messy. They butted heads. Again, like I'm not the type of person who likes to get involved into someone else's relationship of I don't know who they are. And I can't you have, have a you, say. No, no, it, it's that's between the two of them. Yeah, it it doesn't need to extend beyond that. And I don't like reading gossipy stuff because it's it just seems really rude, in my opinion. Yeah, and you obviously don't know what's fact, and you don't know what's fiction, and lots of things are over exaggerated. And again, it's between those two people. No need to be a part of it. Yeah. And so the last thing I saw was in 2020 of some month, they seemed to be a bit better on terms with each other and had a bit more of a better agreement for um, the separation Mm -hmm. between them and settling the kids. Mm -hmm. Their kids are gorgeous. I haven't looked them up. Okay. Kids are gorgeous. But yes, you are correct. This is the film that broke up Brad and Jennifer. And that's really my only preconceptions of this film or what I think of when I think this film. I also think of Adam Brody. This is a film that came out for him right in the midst of him being in the OC. So was it during the OC or after the OC? It's during the OC. Was it? Okay. I made the assumption that it was like immediately after the OC and it was his transition into film out of TV, but okay. No. So... The OC finished in 2007 and it premiered in 2003. So okay. this was a year after of like, okay. so August. It, it was, yeah. Yeah. 2004 is when they, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So quite a big hit. I will say he played the character very Seth Cohen. Yes. He was also barely in the film. Yeah. And I don't remember him not being that like. Right. That's what I, the entire, I was, I was like, where is he? I thought he was. In the film, he's briefly in it in the beginning and even more briefly in it in the end. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I really thought he was in it more than what was perceived to be. Yeah. Yes. 
Or I, like my memory of it, I yes. thought what he was. I, no, I agree. I kept being like, when is he going to show up? When is he going to join the team? Where is he? <laughs> and okay, so I also watched. I didn't watch is the wrong word, but I went into the DVD. And you turned them on? I turned on the special features and I went to see what was so special about the DVD, why you would want to go purchase the DVD. And they had three deleted scenes. They had an overview of like them making the movie and they had three different commentaries for this film. I was doing some Animal Crossing stuff and I was working on something else because I had already seen the film and I was like, I, I want to watch this, but I am trying to like multitask. So I can't tell you what the three deleted scenes were because I was in and out trying to do stuff. But I started watching part of the commentary to like listen in on to what was being said. Yeah. And it was the director and I think the writer is the one, the edition that I like selected. It was at the top. I figured that they would have the most amount of say that I could grab for the 30 minutes that I was going to uh, listen in and not watch at all. Actually, uh, I was purely listening <laughs> and I found it kind of a bit curious that they kept saying that it was Brad and Angelina's first action film and I was like no 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 Tomb Raider Tomb Raider you Tomb Raider and how they are kind of like new to this and I was like no 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 no, no, no. no. you can tell by the way she's she's holding her guns like you're like yeah you've done your training when you were Laura Croft yeah so I was like, um, okay, sure. However, they are correct about Brad Pitt. I don't really remember any action films. He's not actiony in Ocean's Eleven. I've never seen Fight Club. So I've never I can't seen Fight Club either. So comment I can't comment. That. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But I guess like action film, as in like fighting, um, but chase scenes, yeah. explosions. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Uh. Yeah, she was Laura. So no, I yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they filmed all in LA because having celebrities at that high caliber is very expensive to get them to film on destination and the film budget was really high which I have the numbers for um they spent a lot of it on the empty bullets that's primarily like what the budget, what the budget was. was. So the budget was $110 million. Uh, the budget went $26 million over, which the director put in $26 million of his own in order to Get it. finish so, yeah. the film. Wow. The box office, they made $487 million worldwide. Amazing. It says here that Brad Pitt and Angela and Alina Julie were each paid $20 million for their roles. So that's $40 million just from the budget going to paying them. Yeah. And I'm assuming they made more after with the box, like that's a box office smash. Yeah. I wonder how that works. Well, the other thing about the budget for the $110 million is that's just making the film that's outside of advertising. Okay. That's, yeah, just went into, like, the production. Yeah, so okay. typically the box office profits 
which is kind of like interesting because like the box office profits is actually accounting for what everything theaters are taking as well. Theaters take about 50%. Okay. So they made 50% of that, but then if they spent that other 50% on advertising, they've only walked away with a hundred million dollars. Okay. Well, over that, I would say, but it's just like, it's interesting then like looking into those numbers and then kind of redefining, was it actually a success or does the number look just better than it actually is? Yeah. That's a good question. I have no other like preconceptions about this film that went into. I just, I do remember it being pushed a lot. Yeah. No, I do as well. Why is it a part of the collection? I have no idea. It's a double feature. Which, fun fact, let me find it. <laughs> okay, you ready? Yeah. So the double feature that we have is Mr. and Mrs. Smith and the other film is True Lies. Yeah. And it says here, the tango scene is directly lifted from True Lies. So the two of the, those movies on that, in there, in that box have the same tango scenes. Really? Yes. Interesting. So maybe that's why they paired them together. Maybe. I don't know. but Well, it'll be the same assume. studio that would own it and yeah. release it. But oh, one can assume. I guess when we watch True Lies, whenever that happens, we'll have to... Uh, Look out for that. Yeah. yeah. The only other fun fact that I really like... Well, Nicole Kidman was originally cast for... I did see that, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, but the other one is... Johnny Depp was originally cast as John Smith, but turned it down for being overworked. And I find it interesting because Johnny Depp and Angelina Jolie are cast together in The Tourist. Oh, I was thought it was Salt. No, She's just in Salt. Yes, you are correct. The Tourist. The Tourist, which is a great movie. So I'm glad that happened. And this isn't where it ended for the two of them because, well, you'll, you'll see my... My rating <laughs> at the very end. Um, because tourist is great. great yeah, movie. I I think I think that was on Netflix for a while. I think it still is on Netflix, and that one kept being like advertised to me, and I kept be being put off of like, no, I don't feel like an action film. No, I don't feel like an action film. And then one day I watched it, and I was quite like pleasantly surprised yeah. with it. Yeah. No, I think I watched it on DVD. I didn't even watch it on Netflix. It wasn't pushed on me. Oh, I okay. actually watched it off the DVD. Same with Salt. I watched it off the DVD. Nice. I think, yeah, I've seen Salt as well. I think those are two movies that I think I liked them, but I didn't like them enough to like really remember what they're all about. I do I, remember I've, like there's a big car chasing with the tourists, but I'm assuming there's another one in Salt. I just, I think it's Salt. It ends in a way that it feels like there was going to be a second and there wasn't. Mm. There's actually a couple movies that end like that that we're going to watch. Well, in 2010, there were talks of making a sequel to Mr. and Mrs. Smith because Brad and Angelina actually wanted to get together and make another film. Oh. However, they didn't like what was on offer for script-wise because it was kind of similar to everything else that was out there. Marital problems. They have kids. How are they juggling their spy lives? Like, there was nothing new that and fresh that was bringing brung to the table. table yeah okay and i agree with that i think this film like doesn't need a sequel no especially if you're gonna have the sequel be so predictable on the plot it's not yeah i mean like this film was predictable 
Yeah. And I think that would deter people from coming to see the second one if it didn't have something new and fresh to offer. Yeah. So the DVD was not wrapped. And I think we both have watched it. I've, yeah, I've definitely watched it off a DVD. So, yeah. And I swear we have a second one. I don't remember it being a double feature. Yeah. That's what we're kind of like going back and forth with. Had its own box. Yeah. Like it wasn't two DVDs in one box. But that's all that we have at the moment because it wasn't where it was. And I, I had, you would have cataloged too if we had to. Yes. That is correct. So I'm not I'm not too stressed that if we have a second copy I can't find it because we found the one copy that we needed to watch. I watched it on Netflix. No, sorry, I watched it on Prime. Yeah, I also did watch it on Prime, which is the first movie I've ever watched on my own Prime account. Really? It's the first time I've watched anything on my Prime account. Oh, yeah. I have been watching lots of stuff on Prime. I never pull Prime up. I always just go onto Netflix. Because I'm already signed in. Yeah, fair enough. If you've got something, like it's not a big deal. The film is full screen. However, it's not advertised that it's full screen. Oh. So I don't think so. No, I'm not seeing any full screen on it. Hmm. She lucked out because it doesn't say full screen, but she got full screen in the end. Wow. That must have made people who wanted widescreens upset. <laughs> well, it kind of now begs like, when did she buy this? Because full screen versus widescreen. I think like I need to do some digging on dates when t- like people truly were then getting widescreen TVs. Yeah, I also I'm curious when she bought this in general because it's a double feature so it wouldn't have immediately been released no you are correct huh very interesting also it was released june 7th 2005 so they purposely selected that date as release to make this a summer flick good on them yeah honestly summer movies winter like christmas december movies they're like like you really like studios know that they have to have certain films slated for certain weeks and they know like they saw this one having legs to carry them out throughout the summer okay yeah and like i think about the hunger games let's is a good one because they release it during christmas yeah because we would go I'm really confused why they would release that one during Christmas when kids have Christmas break for two weeks. And that film, in my opinion, has legs for the summer. Okay, fair. But I feel like it was more university students, maybe. Yeah, but teenage, I guess. Maybe, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that was where maybe more of the market was. Maybe. And I also understand it. Like they are trying to still draw people going to see the like movies in January, February, but it isn't the same as the summer when everyone's talking about and they have plenty of time off. No. We can jump into the film. Uh, I'm not really particularly wanting to go through everything just because like it was such a action-packed film 
that notes were minimal on my side. Again, I read Jaylene some of the notes of my notes earlier. And my first four notes just say therapy, question mark. And it says past. Past? Bo- Bo- Bogota. It's okay. Sorry. Therapy, Bogota, raid, question mark, dancing. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what it is. I Okay. So watching the commentary, what I found out was they did the therapy scenes. That was their very first like shot of like all of those scenes. That's what they did. They did them all in 16 hours. Wow. And if the couple didn't have good chemistry throughout those shoots, um, it was going to break the film. I didn't think they had good chemistry. Really? Yep. Okay. Yep. Like during those scenes? During those scenes. I did not think they had good chemistry at all. Okay. I was not feeling it. You weren't feeling it? No, especially not from um, Mrs. Smith. I think like she plays it like coy and, but like, what if like when at the very end, when they're all like happy together, too fake? It still felt fake. Oh, okay. I don't know. Something about it. I was like, "Mm, okay. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Here's what I don't know. So the therapy, we find out they're having marital problems and it goes in the past how they met. I don't understand their meeting scenes. Like how, what's going on in Bogota and like. They're chasing after her. They're not. They're raiding. Like, he's just chilling at a bar. It looks like they're about to search, but, like, they just let them go. Like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I have so many questions. I don't know either because there was also Bogota, like, Colombia was very upset that they showed scenes like that when Bogota is actually has millions of residents, I believe. I didn't look at facts, but I know they're a metropolis. They have skyscrapers. They are a city. Yeah, I was. They got invited to go actually look to see what Bogota was. They declined. But like, I think that was like a big error on their part and not picking like the Amazon jungle. Okay, well, I I get that. It's like, cool. They're both spies. Obviously, they were there on two different missions. Yeah. But like she comes in the building, it looks like they're they're chasing after her. Or they're looking for something, and they're like searching the the hotel or wherever they're staying. And they just kind of let the two of them. They're like, okay, go do whatever you want. I'm like, huh? Yeah, I I didn't understand that either. But I think it has to do with maybe that um, because she was a woman and she needed a male to be like, no, I have someone looking out for me. Okay. Um, my only other really uh notes from that time is in those that past reflection they uh they they break two glasses yeah in such a short amount of time yeah i understand there's a lot of broken things that happen it's an action scene (laughs) but they are throwing their glassware she took a shot yeah and she threw it into the fire thingy and then what was the other one that broke? Oh, he dropped, he like threw his glass onto the ground and like kissed her or something. Yeah. And it's just like, huh? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I I didn't. I will say like out of what I took from these scenes where I liked the meeting of them being like, oh, 
I just need someone. You're going to be my safety net for like this moment. And then like that turns into more. And like, I did like that. And I think that's like kind of exciting and like a fresh, not fresh take, but because like it happens a lot now in films. But um, I think what really got me happy and excited is the soundstage was beautiful that they built the sets. Yes, I do agree. Like the color, the furniture that they picked for the hotel. I was like, oh, this is beautiful. It looked, it looked warm and inviting. Yeah. Um, I do want to say I wish I'd counted how many times glasses broke because I can think of two other broken glasses in the film. At When they're like drinking out yeah, of them? Yeah. But those were because they weren't, they were shot. Yeah, I know. But how many glasses <laughs> were broken in the film? How many cups did they break? Uh, but yeah, that's kind of like how it starts off and they just like happen to meet each other and it's all fast and they get married six weeks later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they're describing their partners to their friends, which the climber isn't her friend later on. No. So that one I didn't understand. But um, what's his name in the film? John. Joe. John Smith? Joe Smith. John Smith. I have Joe. John. Why do they call him Joe? They, they, who calls him Joe? His do friend. They? Oh, I have it as John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Joseph. <laughs> no, it's John. They refer to him as John. I have Joe. I don't have Joe, but it's John. It's John. John Smith. Oh my gosh. Like I... John Doe, Jane Doe. Yeah, I got that. John but I Jane. was like, why is it Joe? I don't I don't recall that ever happening. I'm not maybe going... maybe that's his nickname. Maybe. Short for John, because John is such a long name. <laughs> Yeah, because he's spelling it J-O in his head. So Joe. <laughs> Dropping the hun. <laughs> yeah, because you pronounce it like that. Um, yeah, so he's talking to Vince Vaughn. Didn't catch his name in the boxing ring and how he wants Eddie. To, oh, okay. How he wants to marry her. Um, and then Jane's climbing. Mm-hmm. That climbing scene drove me crazy because it was set up so wrong. Yeah, it it looked wrong too. As someone that's not a climber, I was like, hmm? so I'm really confused. But what I will try to describe is Angelina is on the wall on a second like wall higher, a little bit higher, and her friend is to the right of her. And Angelina has uh trad equipment to put cracks in like to put nuts into the cracks for her um carabiners and like quick draws in order to like clip in besides that they're on the same rope and that's what's confusing oh because she's off to the side no if they're on the same rope she should be belaying her oh she should not be climbing because if angelina falls guess who else is falling obviously (laughs) and if the other chick falls guess who's falling Hmm. And like, because I've just like, I've never seen that before. Unless like they are like, I think that's the thing. Or maybe I've never seen that before. Maybe that is a, a climbing technique, but I'm like, holy shit, that looks just dangerous. They're clipped into the wall. 
So they're technically not moving anywhere. And I get that's like they wanted to make it look as though they're badass women doing something cool. That's what it was. What it should have been is Angelina on the wall climbing with a cool smart tech phone from 2005 talking to the girl on the ground. Can we just stop a moment and appreciate all the technology that was featured in this film? (laughs) All this futuristic spy gear that was featured in this film? Where I'm like, oh, is that supposed to be futuristic? Or I don't know if we have that anymore. (laughs) Yeah, there is some good parts to laugh at. (laughs) Okay. Especially because we have like AirPods now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which are so much sleeker than their earpieces that they were using. Yes. Yeah. So maybe it was just technology back then. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I think they were trying to be futuristic. iPhones didn't exist then. No, 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 no. So, I mean, they were pushing some boundaries on their technology. Yeah. <laughs> so then we fast forward five to six years later, they're still together. And then they're showing their mundane living together of being husband and wife and how bored they are. My note says marriage life. Yeah. Their house is beautiful, by the way. Yes. Gorgeous. Huge. Wow. Yeah. I was very, very pleased with it. Yeah. The only other thing to note is this is when Adam Brody's character gets introduced. That We don't know he's called the tank yet, but we know he's just getting a mission. Yes. And we don't know what it is. He's given an assignment. Yeah. And that, that's it. And I was waiting for a name. And then it wasn't until a half an hour later or whatever you're given a name. And I flipped back and I was scratched out Be- uh, Adam and I put Ben. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Jane makes dinner and Joe gets home and puts on the ring, kind of alluding to the fact that his job, he can't show that he has marital relations. That he's married? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um... And then they talk about the curtains. Yeah. He doesn't like them. Again, marriage life. And then we get to go back to the therapist and they're alone. They're not doing therapy together. Yeah. Is this one? The therapist asks questions and Jane Smith is like, like, why is that important? And like, she just kind of pushes back. Uh, Well, okay. The ones that I have is John acknowledges that at times he is frustrated and Jane uh acknowledges that there is space between them and, and they they're don't keeping secrets and yeah okay yeah that they're not saying stuff yes okay yeah then we flash back to the house and jane has to leave to go fix the server and joe heads downtown and so they basically get called on to two separate calls yeah and joe i'm the problem is i wrote down joe <laughs> So I'm going to keep saying Joe because I thought his name was Joe. (laughs) Uh, John heads downtown and stumbles into a private poker match. Yep. And he tries to buy his way in, pretending to be drunk. He did an incredible job of acting drunk. Oh, and I loved how he became friends with them. And they were all like friendly, friendly. Yeah. 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 I, I quite enjoyed the scene. I did too. I thought it was really well done. And then uh, the lucky guy shows up and he kills him. Yes. And that's his uh, deed for the night. And then I have Dom killing. So then that's uh, Jane Smith murdering that guy. And slides down the building using her purse. Oh my goodness. 
oh, the technology in this was just. <laughs> she just lands so casually. I was like, okay, gra- gravity, um, force. Um, you've not properly clipped into anything secure. <laughs> no, and how do you know you're not going to just land on top of someone when you get to the ground? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, and I understand. This film is not supposed to be real and realistic and over the top. But it's so difficult sometimes when you're just like, I, uh, okay, I'll believe that. I think it's hard for me because I'm just like, but it's not Harry Potter. They're not wizards. You can't tell me within this realm (laughs) that it's going to work. Yeah, fair. There's only like so much belief that I can have unless you're telling me we are in 2100 and I'd be like okay you got me I know things are gonna be different yes there no yeah (laughs) there's just good points to laugh at um they do mention that scene in the commentary about having to do something else but it was over budget so that's what they did mm. I can't remember what they were talking about though Again, I was busy playing Animal Crossing. Well, they they uh, finish their their uh, jobs for the night, and then they make it to the um, Coleman's. Yeah, the neighbors' party, and they try to act like your regular suburban family, and you can see how bored they are, and they don't want to be playing that role. Yeah. Um. And then that's next we find out that they're going after the tank. Yes. Who is Ben? Yes. And we don't really have much information on the why. Apparently he has information that they're trying to get. But it's like he has information they're trying to get, yet he has all these bodyguards around. Like it was such a weird setup. And I was like, why would he? Yeah. It makes sense now, obviously, but like it really didn't make sense then. Because he had all these people around him. And it's like, well, why don't one of those just people tell them whoever the person is the information? Why do we need five people to I, do that? Yeah, I don't know. The other thing that was critical before that, though, is both the husband and the wife, they have secret hideouts throughout the house. Yes. That's just a point that I want to bring up because that comes up later on. Um, so Jane sets up in the desert ready for the target. And John comes ripping in with his dune buggy. <laughs> And Jane targets him because he's in his in her way and Jane shoots at him. And when he pulls out his weapon, aims back at Jane. Yeah. And the bad guys see that it's a trap. But the here's the thing, though. They knew it was a trap. I know. <laughs> but they assumed that they were going to kill each other. Yeah, that's true. Good point. But they get away. Yes. And John knows he's in trouble and Jane wants to know who targeted her. So John uh, gives Gwen the super nerdy PC IT chick. <laughs> the laptop. The laptop to identify. And she gets an address for the laptop. And he goes and it's where Jane works. And all I have is they both know. And yes. Now they are trying to kill each other. 
I think they're they're, they're, I, they're mad at each other. They're trying to see if one of them is going to break and be like, I know you're on to me. At the same time, they've been together this long and they have never revealed these sides to themselves. Like it's been five to five, six years. So why all of a sudden are they going to be like, yeah, I targeted you? Yeah. No. And then, okay, so I have chase scene, car scene. They, they get away from each other. And yes. then it says six year stakeout. I can't remember who, who says that or asks the other person that. Um, And I was like, no, that's not the case. Like they, they both of them had no idea. And that's not really communicated. Yeah. Um, She goes through everything in the house or does he, he. I just says ghost I have ghosts through everything in the house. Did she have her this is when she has her team go through everything in the house? Yes. Oh, well, I think the biggest tell, sorry, before the chase scene is John hands her the glass. Oh, right. And she catches and it. And she catches it. And then she's like, oh fuck. And then drops it. And then all of a sudden, like it's yes. game on. Yes. Yes. That's I was like, I think you've missed something super critical here. Then, yeah, they have the chase scene, which I wasn't a fan of. Did nothing for me. Like, it was just like, whatever. Um, John goes to his partner, Eddie, and discusses, like, what else she could have been hiding this entire time. And Jane talks to her partner about the same thing. Then the next morning, Jane arrives with her team looking for anything that might show she has. Can we just put something. a pause on this? I get it's two spies trying to figure each other out, but man, could, if only we just communicated with the one person we had the problem with and we had were able to have open discussion, this could have been solved. Yeah. Much easier. Yeah. But in, a little bit cleaner. Much easier, much quicker, much simpler. Rather than because then they yeah. begin to. Yeah. I do. Okay. So John invites the neighbor over oh to protect him. That yeah. was actual really good comedy. Yes, I do agree. I think what drove me crazy about this movie the entire time was the comedy was felt very forced and the jokes felt very forced. After watching Planes, Trains and Automobiles last week where it was situational and like it's the joke still landed, all of this was like being said and I was like, Oh uh, yeah, that wasn't funny. Yeah, but the, the neighbor coming, coming over, yes, <laughs> I was I like, agree. "Oh, this is so funny. I like that he's thinking on his feet." Um, and John showed up to her work, and they escape at the same time. There, they. That's the yeah yeah. Um, this is the work. They she gets away. Um, elevator scene. Yeah. So I think this is important because you you see how much he actually cares and you feel like she doesn't because she was willing to kill him. Which like, wow. No, because she got upset at her coworker. Yeah, but that not she not to the same extent that you would expect her yes. to. But she yeah. was like, you just did that. She's like, yeah, you asked me to. Like she was sad, but it like, yeah, if she really, I don't know. This is why I didn't feel like there's much chemistry. Like she didn't. She she played sad. She didn't feel sad. Gotcha. That's what I... Gotcha. Yeah. Anyways, she's at the restaurant, and this is when he shows up and shows that he's not dead, and this is apparently that important dance scene that is in the other movie that we'll watch at some point over the next few years. Oh, okay. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. And I didn't write what they talked about, but st- stuff, I'm sure. And she gets away. 
Yeah, because uh, they ask if they were jobs to each other. Yeah. And no, they never were. And it's revealed that they weren't. I think maybe this is where the Bogota should have come back. Like their initial meeting and the yeah. explanation of, no, I was on such and such job, like revealed more of what happened at the start of their relationship. Yeah, I think that is a big miss in the story. Um, I'm sad they never really went back there to Bogota. Yeah. I thought they'd have a little bit more flashbacks, but no. Um, this is when all the fun fighting scenes start to happen between the two of them, at least. Yes. And they just destroy the inside of their house, shooting at each other. Yeah. I literally have that written down. <laughs> shooting at each other. And, and then, they chasing in the house. Yeah. Lots of damage. He can't kill her. And they end up making up. See, he can't kill her. But she had no problem. Yeah. Literally yeah. saying, he can't do it, make up. Yeah. And then a hit goes out for both Jane and John Smith. They start revealing to each other what they've been up to for the last five to six years. Which again, good opportunity to bring up Bogota. Yeah. All, all the flashbacks that could have happened. That's actually a good point. Why didn't they do a flashback? Yeah. No. Because I, I was, did I was, do I was a wait, flashback. I was waiting for more backstory i think that's yeah a really good point and would have made this story stronger because the you you see this I, the starting you'd buy into the relationship a little bit more yeah because all you're seeing is this like stale marriage that they don't really seem to get along yeah and i don't think a flashback would have been uncalled for or poorly used because i don't necessarily always like when no. films use flashbacks yes. because it's just like okay like you've clearly got a gap in your story yes but when you have a gap in your story and you used a flashback to start your story guess what you're allowed to recall that yeah no i i agree i think it, it would have been good okay now here here's the big kicker this is where i fell asleep <laughs> my last note says hit out on both of them because they failed to take each other out, and I fell asleep. Did you watch this alone? Um, I didn't. I didn't watch this one alone. I fell asleep. The other person <laughs> stayed awake. <laughs> and then I had to go back and rewatch. I, it was the last 30 minutes of the, the film. I had to go back and rewatch. Okay. Well, the house gets... No. Yeah, so the, the house is under attack. Yeah, there's a hit out on both of them. Yeah. So now more people... Or after they had 24 hours to basically kill each other. Yeah. And they didn't succeed. So now everyone in, in the, the business is after them. Yeah. Their house just gets destroyed. destroyed. And so they think the only way they can solve this is by going after the tank. So they, they do that. And guess what? It was a setup. This is the plan the whole time. They were supposed to take each other out because they were spotted together. Too big pig. Too big. <laughs> two big spies or top spies are in a relationship together have been married but the thing is neither of them knew they were that good that they didn't know they were just doing their jobs while living their lives so they team up to go beat the enemies which who are the enemies right who who were those people that they killed right it was all the, the freelance spies that were trying to kill them themselves. That I don't were know. working together? Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 wish. I wish it... Ooh, 
There was like a third agency. Yeah, I wish it was an agency. Yeah. Yes. A fake name that yeah. they could have dreamed up. The yeah. CI9. Yeah. No, it was. C C B I. But I will say I really did enjoy the fight scene inside. The I don't know what the building was called. Costmart. So, which was a play on Costco. Is that what it was? Yeah. It had so many floors and so many different things. Uh, yeah, it was Costmart, but they chose like the coloring of Costco and Brad had said like, oh, or one of one of them had mentioned, oh, they have really good deals here. <laughs> also, <laughs> right next to Money Mart. Man, the accuracy is shooting people in the chest and the back, but never hitting the head. Because <laughs> their armor is just all shot up, but you can't put helmets on actors and actresses because you're not going to see their faces. You're not going to see their the way they emote. Yeah, it was, it was, it was great. I I liked the knife throwing scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I didn't like the double elevator scene. Okay. I liked the one going up. Yeah. But I didn't like the awkwardness of it going down. Yeah. Again. Back in again. I was just like, okay, now it's a time filler. So yeah. They defeat them. They win. Again, who who are they? Don't know. Because we have story gaps. They are back in counseling and they are much happier together married. Now that everything is openly open. Yeah. Which fair enough. Like more more power to them. And if anything, they are probably now working together on missions because yeah. they're able to and they can talk more openly about what they do. Yeah. They get to actually know each other. And oh, and that's the end of the movie. Yeah. Thought I'd have more closure for some reason. I thought I'd have more. Just thought I would have more. More <laughs> plot. More story. More. I'm glad I fell asleep. Sad I had to go back and rewatch the 30 minutes. I mean, it kind of went by fast, but it kind of went on slow. I don't know. Was it a two-hour movie? Pretty well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, if this is your favorite film, great. Wasn't mine. I don't think it aged well. I'd have to agree. I think that's kind of why it fell flat and it fell short was because... We want so much more nowadays. Yeah. Not just action. Yeah. And at that time, action was... In. Yeah, because I truly guesstimate that action took up about 25 minutes of airtime. I feel like it might be more than 20 minutes of action. I, I say 25. I think half an hour is... Too, I, I say know. half an hour. You say half an hour? Do we own any of the John Wicks? No, we, we don't. No, none of the John Wicks. That makes me sad. I know. That's actually a film I've never seen and I have always wanted to see. And it was on netflix or it is on netflix maybe i should watch that one i really i i don't like killing i don't like fighting but wow did i enjoy john wick and i haven't seen any of the, i've only seen the first one but man did i enjoy it it's actually quite like it's entertaining it's funny it's action it's it's good not much story i will say <laughs> but for it not having much story it has momentum to it I, it's funny because like, I was thinking about this after the film ended, I was like, okay, do I like action films? And the answer is yes. I don't think I do. But why, why do you say yes? Because I like the adrenaline 
that usually happens. I don't like the, okay, I don't like the ending of action films because you've got all this buildup and the climax of the film is the big win. And I really don't like that. I think that's just too... Predictable? Yeah. Girl, you need to see Endgame. You should watch some of the... We don't own it, do we? No. You should watch Endgame. But like, I just... I think what I like about it generally is you've got like the excitement part because like that, that's what I like about Sahara. But then I'm also like Sahara is a big ending like fight and that doesn't bother me, but that's because it has a good story to go with it. I forgot that movie existed. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited when we get to watch that one. Oh, it's a good one. We have so many good ones. That's, but that's what I'm saying is like there are action films out there that I genuinely actually enjoy, but I never seek them out it, because I'm always like, oh, I just I don't know if I can like take this. I just want something easy. easy but yeah. action films are easy because they're not typically playing with your brain. They're typically spelling it out for you at the end, yeah. except for this one, which again, like we're just seeing so many plot holes. <laughs> but one that have you seen is Red Notice. That is Netflix exclusive. Red Notice? Yeah. Dwayne. No, notice? Not notice. Noticed. Dwayne, notice. Ryan, Reynolds. I recommend that one. It's on my to watch list. I recommend it. I don't watch movies is my issue. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> when I go onto Netflix, I typically will watch tv shows i don't usually go on to watch movies that i'm the same for that however my boyfriend and i lately we've been wanting to watch something without commitment and if we're sitting down to eat we can watch a movie over 30 minute periods and it can not feel as though we have to finish the episode because when it gets to a part we're like okay we're done we can just pause it there but red notice really 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 recommend also, red mm, red is good i don't know that one really no i don't know it off of title oh, and there's sequel too red too no oh, i see that. um red sparrow yes we are that's on the list it used to be on netflix it, we own it we own it i think that's in my top five favorite movies oh, okay red sparrow love it we and th- okay that that's the other thing is we have a lot of action films in our yes collection partly mom likes a good action film dad is action film quite exclusive uh, but then like yeah there's rom-coms rom-coms i would say is like the second most or if not the top i'd say that's probably the top yeah okay Anyways, my question. What is your question? Do you think you'd make a good spy? No. Why why not? Because whenever, okay, so whenever I'm going to jump out or scare someone or I'm hiding something from someone, I either get the giggles or I have to pee. (laughs) (laughs) So I would be peeing my pants being a spy. (laughs) Okay. Okay. <laughs> and giggling. Okay, fine. Did you not get that as a kid? Like playing hide and go seek and like someone's like near you and you're like all of a sudden you're like, oh my god, I got I got it. But okay, not not in the okay, not as fine the fact that you have to like 
jump out and scare someone, but spy <laughs> the fact that you just like live a a different life, a typical life. You 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 blend in with the crowd. You go about your day, but you're also doing other things on the side. No, I don't think I would do very well. Okay, I I do, but I don't is my my answer. I don't because I'm be so just like paranoid and anxious that and concerned and and I have my worried eyebrows and I just yeah but I do because I've had people point this out to me I'm very I don't want to say invisible I, I say as a joke as a superpower I'm invisible but I don't like to take other space so when I walk in a room like I'm not like loud and boisterous I just kind of like blend in with the background and I give people the space to be them so I think I would make a good spy in the sense that I'd be able to just like blend in with the crowd and go about my day and you wouldn't think twice about it. However, I'm, I'd am i be too stressed, too anxious. I could never, could never. That's why movie stars would not make good spies is because they're too pretty. Yeah, you'd notice them. Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought about Angelina Jolie playing this role. I was like, she, she, she would never. No. But I think she would make a great boss of a bunch of spies. That's what I think she would do yeah. really well at. Yeah. I think that's the biggest <laughs> takeaway from this film is it didn't make me think about anything. I walked away and I was like, okay, that that was that. We don't own Cruel Intentions, do we? I don't know anymore. Oh, that's another good film. Out of all of the Angelina Jolie movies that you have seen. Where would I rate this? Yes. Really low, because the Tomb Raiders are going first. And then, oh, Maleficent. I haven't seen Maleficent. I, I know. So I, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching it because I know how much you do enjoy them. I didn't know you hadn't seen them. No. They're both very good. I'm glad that they took their time coming out with the second one. So those ones are in the top. I'm trying to think of other Angelina Jolie's. Oh, the Tourist. The Tourist Salt. Salt. Yeah, I'm looking at that. You could give her a little look. Yeah. To see what you have and haven't seen of her. Oh, she's she's beautiful though. That's what I like. Oh. I I love her. I think she's just so beautiful. And I do just actually like, think she's a beautiful actress. And just so poised. Okay. I, I know like your answer is like she she's also someone who to me, because of how her so sorry. <laughs> Just punch the mic. Because of, do you think, well, one, I think she's a lovely woman for the fact of her connection with when she filmed in Cambodia for the Tomb Raiders. Which I'll dive in more there, like when we watch Tomb Raider. Okay. No, what I was going to say is, I think what I really love about her is, I don't think she is a very commanding person. Like, I don't. I think because of her celebrity, she can walk into the room and be noticed. But I don't know if she was a celebrity, you would notice her as much. Okay. I think I think she is a very quiet wallflower. Yeah, I could I could get or understand that vibe. I haven't seen a lot of her work before um like Tomb Raider. Like Girl Interrupted, I'm pretty sure. That's the one. I've seen Girl Interrupted. Okay. Yeah. 
That one is actually a very good movie. I know. I know. I've only, I've heard good things, but I have not seen it. Also, just scrolling through. She's the voice in Kung Fu Panda. She's the voice in Shark Tales or Shark Tale, which great movie. I'm excited knowing that we own these. Yeah, I, I really do. I do love her as an actress. I'm not obsessed with Brad Pitt. I thought he just, I'm, I agree. I, I, I adore her, but I thought he played this role really well. Like I, I enjoyed his acting more or like I, I felt more emotion from him. I also noticed he ate a lot, just like he eats in every scene in Ocean's Eleven. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't. I've seen all the Oceans, but no, I have not seen the most recent one. Ocean's Eight? The woman one? The woman, yeah. Oh, okay. I have seen that one. But I've seen all the other Oceans and I yeah. don't recall that. But Well, Ocean's Eleven is the most important one. Any Anyone will tell you that. Okay. Rating? We can jump into rating. Okay. Story. How are you feeling? Uh, I gave it a 2.5. I thought middle of the road, it had potential and then there were holes and it still got to the end, but the holes were very apparent. I gave it a one because I, there was, I was like, there was story, but there's no character development. There was, it was very flat. Yeah. Very flat. Music. I gave it a two. I remember it being good in some of the scenes, like the chase scenes. And I remember being like, oh, yeah, this this goes well. I gave it a three because it was better than the story, but it wasn't anything like crazy or special. No, it wasn't rememberable. Like, no. But yeah, it was just OK. Scenes and locations. Two. I gave it a three. Again, the winner being Bogota and the house. Those things were just beautiful i didn't like the cost smart at the end oh i love that part no it did nothing for me i just i feel I, all i've got from it was we're renting a big warehouse and then getting all this stuff and then shooting it okay fine fair what's your total score 5.7 i'm 3.3 uh imdb has it at 6.5 out of 10 oh i rated this low yeah it's quite low for you but that's how you felt. I didn't enjoy it. That's fine. I did not. Kind of complicated. But are we keeping this half, half of, of the, the DVD? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm a no as well. I'm okay. I don't need to see it again. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't watch it again. Yeah. There's, yeah. If someone was doing a Brad Pitt-a-thon, sure. Here, you someone was it. doing an it. Angelina-a-thon, sure. But other than that, no. Yeah. I do believe that if someone were to make a remake of this and fix the story, I would gladly go watch it to see how it improved. Yes. Yes. I agree. But no, you are correct. I wouldn't. I would, even if it was on TV, not that I watch TV, I still wouldn't turn it on. Yeah. Cool. Well, we're going to pull the next movie. Yay. Both nervousness, anticipation. Ready? No. Let go. Ink Heart. That's the one that's, is it based on a book? It is based on a book. I believe I have seen this. It's pa- It's purple. Yeah. Uh, 
And whatever his name is, plays the uh, Bre- Brendan Fraser. Brendan, okay, I have seen this one before. Years ago, though. Yeah. Came yeah. out in 2008? 2008. Yeah. I have seen it, too. I, I think don't. I, I think I've seen it, too. I don't remember it. I don't remember it, either. I just know that the box is purple. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Even though I know it's not purple there, but I do know it's purple. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, we will end the episode here and you'll just have to listen in on to next week while we talk about Inkart because that is the movie that we've pulled. Yeah, I'm I don't know how I'm going to I don't feel, know how yeah, I don't have no feelings right now. <laughs> I'm just there's like, no joy, there's no ooh. It's just kind of <laughs> like, huh, huh, that's that that was the decision that random list organizer gave us okay (laughs) cool well hope you have a really great week thank you so much for listening and we'll catch up with you guys later take care bye